Hey girl, welcome to the Empower Her podcast, where we are all about taking purpose-driven action toward building lives we really freaking love. My name's Keisha, and I'm an entrepreneur obsessed with giving you actual tools to help take you from where you are now to where you want to go in your life, career, and relationships. And this podcast, it's all about real talk and having some fun as we share incredible stories, tips, and tricks to help us get out of our own way and unapologetically make some moves. So girlfriend, let's do the damn thing. Hey girl, I am so excited that you're here for today's episode because you've told me that sometimes you like a little fire under your booty, (laughs) like you like a saucy pep talk episode. So buckle on up because we are diving into the topic of how you might unintentionally be choosing to suffer or to stay stuck and not even realize it. And it happens to the best of us. Like this happens to me too, right? You know, this podcast, it's a come with me. Let's figure this out together. Like we're girlfriends rather than a look at me. I've got this all figured out kind of podcast. But I think it's really important for both of us to realize that sometimes we don't even realize that we're choosing suffering. We're choosing to stay stuck and we're blaming it on all of these other things. But we just need a little wake up call that it is our job to take responsibility and get out of our own damn way. So we're going to dive into all of that. I hope you're ready. But before we dive in, I've got some really exciting news to tell you. My personal development community, The Collective, is now officially open for registration. And it is the last time that you can join us in 2020 and get all of the epic perks that you get as a member for 2020. So Every month in the collective, we have a different topic theme. And the month of December, we're talking all about expectations and boundaries, which means we've got a couple of really awesome workshops. We've got a powerhouse keynote speaker. We've got all of these cool ways to connect with other growth-minded women in our community. We've got almost 1,500 women in our community from all across the globe. Of course, it's a way for you and I to get to connect more. We do live coffee chats. We got a Facebook group. We do personal growth happy hours. All of this epic, juicy content you also get access to in a Netflix-style portal. So if you're super busy, like every single one of the members in our community, you can watch this content whenever you choose too. But there's lots of ways to uh, connect in real time so you can really like lean in and lock arms with other ambitious go-getter women. But if you join now, this is the last time that we're offering this where you get access to all previous keynote speakers and six months of previous recorded content in your membership. And the reason that I'm doing this is because this time is tough right now right? I know there are a lot of you that just need more tools in your toolbox because you're just like, holy crap, the world feels heavy. It's so uncertain. As humans, we are not wired for this much uncertainty. So I want to give you more tools. I want to give you access to juicy content and access to this incredible community of powerhouse, ambitious, go-getter, huge-hearted women. So if that is you, come join us and join us today because we're open, right? So you can go to KeishaFitzgerald.com slash the collective. You can check the show notes for the link. If you're already on my pump up text list, you can just text me collective and you can ask me any questions. Of course, you can always slide into my DMs. Basically, there's all sorts of ways that you can get into this community. The point is that you actually do it because this could be a tool, a resource, a community, just for you to belong to, to help you build a life that you love. And that is what I want to do here. And I can help you so much more in there than I can on a podcast, right? So That being said, I hope to see you in the community, but let's dive in to our juicy episode for today. So 
We're talking about how you can't avoid pain. That's just part of being human. But you don't have to choose the suffering or choose the narrative that you're stuck. And right now you might be choosing suffering and not even realizing it. So we got to get you out of that. So this idea of this podcast actually came from this book that I'm reading right now. I'm actually almost done with it. It's called Maybe You Should Talk to Someone by Lori Gottlieb. And if you're looking for a good book, this book's incredible. I will tell you, it is a thick book. So what I actually do with like really big books like this is I get it on Audible and I get it in a hard copy. So then I kind of alternate. Like if I'm on a walk with Lizzie, my dog, uh, going around the lake or whatever, I can listen to this book on Audible for an hour and then I can pick up and physically read it. So I kind of like toggle back and forth with Audible and actual hard copy book. And that's how I get through a book or two a week. But anyway, point is, Lori, who wrote the book, is a therapist. And it's a really cool way that she tells this story and why I love this book so much is because she talks about her experience as a therapist with some of the patients that she's seen, but she's also going to a therapist as a therapist. And she's really raw, super honest. And I just love the way that she tells like the story and actually like weaves all of these parts together. But one part that she mentioned, she's talking to her therapist in one of her sessions about a breakup that she's going through. Basically, I'll sum it up that she thought she was going to marry this guy. She's in her forties and they both got together and they were dating for a year or two. He had kids, but they were older. And then she has a younger child. And one day he decided that he didn't want to marry her or be with her anymore because of her child, that he didn't want to be with someone that had a young child that was going to be in the house for like 10 more years. Cause I think the kid was like eight and his kids were already off to college. And there's of course so much more backstory on that. Um, I'm basically just giving you an like a overview, like highlight of this. But in the book, she's talking about how heartbroken and how she's in so much pain because she's going through this breakup. And while she's in her therapy session talking to her therapist about this, she's telling him like, I am in so much pain and I'm checking his social media every day and I'm seeing what he's doing. And like, she goes off saying like, I don't know how he's like, you know, living his life so well. Like, how is he even eating? Like I'm devastated. And he's out there like posting all these pictures on like social media of like all these places that he's going to. And she's basically telling her therapist how she's heartbroken, but she's obsessing over her ex. And, you know, she goes into a lot of like storytelling about that, but her therapist says something that's so simple, but really profound. And he says, if you're choosing suffering, you must be getting something out of this. So the question is, Lori, what are you getting out of this suffering? And let me repeat that. If you are in the shower or you're like switching your laundry and you just dropped a sock and you're like, what did you just say, Cage? If you're choosing suffering, you must be getting something out of this. So the question is, what are you getting out of this suffering? And for real, I really thought about that one line and how powerfully true it is. If you're choosing suffering, you must have convinced yourself, whether it's conscious or not, that you're getting something out of that choice. Otherwise, you wouldn't do it, right? Like you would not do it if you weren't getting something out of it. But you maybe just haven't thought about what you perceive you are gaining And if that's actually true, that it's benefiting you. And we can ask ourselves this in any situation. What am I getting after choosing this suffering? 
Like, is it worth it for me to choose this suffering for what I perceive that I'm gaining? Because pain is often unavoidable, right? Like breakups or loss of job or just like a transition that's tough or grieving. Like that is unavoidable. But choosing to stay in the suffering rather than looking for what we can control that's optional. Choosing to write the narrative that you're stuck and you're never going to get out of this, that's optional. Choosing to sit in it and spiral downwards and look for all of the negative things and never look for the silver lining for the positives, that is optional. But I think sometimes we stay in the suffering because we think the suffering is easier than the change. Right? Because change, even if it's a positive change, it means loss. Right? Like you choose to make those healthy choices, you're losing the old version of you who didn't make those healthy choices. Right? Like you're you're losing something. You're choosing not to Netflix as much. Well, you're losing that time you used to sit on the couch and Netflix. You're choosing not to drink as much or eat that crappy food. You're losing that. Even if it's for a positive, there still is a loss involved with change. And I think sometimes we stay in this suffering, this like, I don't want to be here. I'm stuck. And we choose this narrative because we believe that it's easier than the positive change because the positive change is not unknown, right? Like we're losing losing what we know to make a change. We're losing comfort um, and ease to have challenge, right? And to grow. We are losing our perceived certainty. And I want to say perceived certainty because let's be real, 2020 taught us that nothing is certain. (laughs) Certainty is not real. It's never real that we know what's going to happen, but sometimes we perceive it more. And right now it's just really in our face that there are so many things that we can't control. But In reality, while pain will happen and change does mean loss, we don't have to choose the path of suffering through it. We can feel the feels, but we can intentionally choose to make a different choice that's actually going to serve us, but we really have to know what we're working with. We've got to take inventory on what we perceive that we're gaining by staying. So let me break this down for a little bit more context. When the author of this book, Lori, was telling her therapist about how she was looking at all of his social media and she was just like suffering through this. And he asked her like, what are you gaining? You know, she had to think about that. And what would she be gaining by staying in this suffering place post-breakup? Well, maybe when she is looking up his social media accounts and she's basically stalking him, maybe what she believes that she's gaining is this sense of feeling connected to him right? By like seeing what he's doing and knowing what's going on in his life. Because when they were in a relationship together, obviously they used to live together. So like she knew what was going on with him. So she feels like the suffering is worth it because of this perceived connection. But really, is that a real connection? Of course not, right? Like it's a false sense of feeling connected by like stalking someone's social media. And this doesn't even have to be a breakup. This could be the loss of a friendship, like a breakup of a friendship even. Like it's this like sense of connection while we're suffering, seeing what they're doing and we're choosing the suffering, but it's because we think that we're gaining connection, but it's not real. Or maybe she was numbing herself by choosing to stalk his social media from something else, like the work that she needed to do. So she was avoiding doing that work by going down this spiral, 
right? Like she was using her suffering to help her avoid other areas of her life that maybe she needed to focus on. Because then essentially when you spend all this time sitting in suffering, like, you know, for, for sake of this example with a breakup, you just sit in this, you can blame your lack of time to do the things that you actually need to do because of the suffering that you're in. This stuck feeling that you have, you're like, oh, I'm so stuck. And I'm thinking all the time about how I'm stuck. So I don't have time to actually get unstuck. It, it seems like it makes sense in our brains, but like when you say it out loud, it really doesn't make sense because it's not going to get you closer to where you want to be. Or maybe, and I'm honestly just contemplating this because she doesn't say this in the book, but maybe she's choosing suffering because she actually wanted connection, not just to her ex, but to other people in her life, because maybe she wasn't making the effort to have strong relationships outside of the one with her romantic partner. So she was literally choosing suffering and choosing to sit in this pity party because she could then have other people that she wants to have more connection with coddle her while she suffered. So maybe that's her perception is like she'll have more relationships if she stays in this suffering, right? Like, I don't know her personally. I don't know the reason. And honestly, she might not even know the reason that she was doing this. But I think the point is the question. The question is so valuable. When pain is unavoidable because it's part of being a human, why are you choosing suffering? Why are you choosing stuck? What do you perceive that you're gaining by sitting in the suffering? Are you doing something to keep you where you're at in your life, even though you know you don't want to be there, on purpose as a way to stay connected to your past self because it's a little bit easier to be the past version of you? You perceive that it's easier, even though you know in your gut it's time to level up. But you're like, uh, but I'm scared. Uh, but the time's not right. Uh, but I don't feel ready. Uh, but I don't feel qualified. All of those things, those are those excuses. But you're staying in this suffering of being uncomfortable with where you're at when you know if you make that change, if you go for it, then you'll get out of the suffering. But we've got to know why we're choosing to stay in it because when we know why we're staying in it, then we can actually take action and make that action actually stick so we don't go back to those false narratives that aren't serving us. And I've been guilty of this too. When I know I've got more in the tank or I've got potential, but I'm holding myself back. And what I've noticed is sometimes I choose to sit in the suffering when I'm scared of the next level. And what's helpful for me is to remind myself that, of course, I'm not ready for the next level. Of course, I don't know how to handle it, but I'm qualifying myself to handle that next level as I'm working toward it in real time. You don't qualify yourself by sitting in the suffering, sitting in that stuck feeling, sitting in the pain and just thinking about it. You qualify yourself by taking action. Action gives you clarity. Action gives you confidence. So of course you can't handle it yet, but staying where you're at isn't going to work to get you there. So it's time to freaking go right? And that's what I tell myself when I realize I'm choosing the suffering of like, I don't know what to do. Uh, I don't know how to move through this. It's like, I'm choosing that. But when I peel it back and I look at why am I actually choosing to stay stuck and I recognize, oh, this is just a fear of the unknown. I can manage that fear. I'm never going to get the fear to go away, right? Like you can't squish fear down, like kick fear to the curb, punch fear in the face like we often see people talk about on social media. But you can learn to dance with it because you understand that on the other side of learning how to dance with that is this awesome life that you can build for yourself. Or honestly, maybe for you right now, you're, you're choosing to suffer in something by numbing yourself out, saying that you don't have time to do the other thing. 
because you're just trying to avoid paying attention to something else in your life, like another area of your life, like that relationship that you know you need to work on, that career change that you know you need to make, that health change that you know you need to make. Like you're you're numbing yourself out by doing other things and choosing to stay in this suffering and saying that you're stuck and saying that you can't get out of this and looking for people to to like, you know, coddle you because you want to avoid and say you don't have time for the other things right? And I say this with so much love because this is just what we do as humans. We're trying to protect ourselves. We are wired to try and stay comfortable because we are not wired for taking risk or for, you know, change. And change, like we mentioned, you know, requires loss, loss of what we do know, loss of comfort, loss of ease. But gosh, loss of fulfillment in your one shot here, is that worth it? Because the first step toward anything is understanding that we have a choice. Pain is inevitable. Stuck sometimes is inevitable. But suffering and staying in it and throwing a pity party, right? They don't serve champagne at pity parties. So how can you move through it? Acknowledge why you're choosing to stay stuck. Acknowledge why you're choosing to suffer and say, you know what? I don't blame myself for doing that. I'm a human. Of course, I want that comfort. I want ease. I sometimes crave that, but it's my choice to get out of my own damn way because I've got one shot here. So I got to get clear on what I want and why I want it and sitting around thinking about it, bitching about things, complaining about things, staying in suffering is not going to get me there. You are too damn smart, capable, and worthy to stay stuck. So catch that, right? Catch what that story is that you're telling yourself. Is that story serving you? If not, it's got to go. We've got epic, fulfilling, juicy, abundant lives to live and build. And we're in this together. So we're going to keep getting out of our own damn way. And I'll talk to you soon, girl. Thank you so much for listening in. If you love this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it with a girlfriend, like send it to her right now or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally thank you for helping me get the message out. I am so freaking grateful to be on this journey with you, girl. So until next time, I'll talk to you soon.